we're interrupting our amazing episode with an amazing sponsorship. Have you ever thought about recording your own podcast? When we were trying to get this podcast off the ground, we had a lot of questions. How do we record an episode? How do we get our show on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and all the other places that people like to listen? How do we make money from our podcast? The answer to each and every one of these questions is really simple. Anchor. Anchor is a one-stop shop for recording, hosting, and distributing your podcast. Best of all, it's 100% free and ridiculously easy to use. And now Anchor can match you with great sponsors too, so you can get paid to podcast just like we are right now. Shout out to y'all. So if you've always wanted to start a podcast and make money doing it, go to anchor.fm slash start to join us and the diverse community of podcasters already using Anchor. That's anchor.fm slash start. We cannot wait to hear your podcast. This is the Dirty Bird Nation Report, the unofficial official podcast of Falcons Twitter. Of course, I messed up the intro as usual. You know what? I'm going to record this shit and just put it in so I don't have to do this every week. Because it's back. Oh, my God. You made it. Yeah, I did. I made it. Okay, good. <laughs> Let's get this show on the road. Um, t- today, oh, I'm Lethal Saint <laughs> underscore on Twitter. Um, South Breeze isn't here because he's doing some secret stuff in a foreign country that he can't talk about. We have Josh, who's very tired and somewhere in Europe. Who's we that? have said back again. Thank you for coming back. And we have a first timer. We're popping his cherry today. Yeah. For short on Twitter. Welcome. How's everybody doing? Feeling good. Feeling great. Pretty good. All right, let's jump into this shit because we have to go to work tomorrow. Okay. <laughs> Where is the fucking time? I don't have to. Wait, wait. I don't have to go to work tomorrow. <laughs> Wow. This Y'all might have it, to go to work tomorrow, but I do not. He's an entrepreneur. Listen, we stayed up late last night. Um, if anybody's on Twitter, you know why. Some little bum ESPN guy was like talking trash, and we were all staying up late roasting the shit out of him. So we're all tired now. Okay. The top 100 Madden shit is a scam. Sports talk is dumb. Thanks. Okay, stop getting yeah, into it. Yeah, stop fighting over it. The immature child in me is laughing at the fact that Matt Ryan is number 69. And that's it. <laughs> that's it. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> we all know it's a scam. We all know it's stupid. Next topic. Okay, let's discuss training camp. The first thing we're going to discuss is some fat <laughs> football at Matt Ryan's head. And it hit him in the head. Now, if I was there, I would have rolled him down the hill right. and going crazy, punching him in his rolls. And it probably wouldn't have hurt because it's rolls. But <laughs> then I would have got kicked out of training camp because bad me. 
But at the same time, I'm protecting my quarterback, which is what I can say I would have done better than the O-line did last year. But that's another topic. It's better than Todd Sambrello. Oh. Yeah, I wasn't there that day. I was uh, there the previous days. But, yeah, if I was there and that happens, he got to at least get get tripped at least. Like, at a minimum, he's at least got to get pushed down. <laughs> now, see, I'm the insulting type, so I would have got the ball and threw a bullet at him and then laughed at him because he couldn't catch it. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think Matt Ryan should have done that. Just right. picked it up and just throwing it back at his just head. Just throw it right at his neck. Yeah. Right. Hey. I mean, if it was anybody, he deserved, you know, the treatment. But, I mean, Matt, like, of all the people you could have hit, that's that's the one that you choose to – I just exactly. – I don't understand. We're in a city that just hates Matt Ryan. It's okay. Yeah. yeah I just yeah, don't get it. a good point. I mean, he could have hit Duke Riley. Anybody. Big Beasley. Literally anybody but Matt. <laughs> like – and then Matt stopped signing autographs. Like, come on, man. Yeah. All you ruined it for everybody. As he should have. For like as he should have. In the world, and you just gonna do this? Like, yeah, you blame that guy. I'm going inside. Hey kids, blame that guy. Parents, <laughs> blame that guy. I'm, I'm going inside. His fault, not mine. They should have jumped him. I don't, I don't understand. And what was the safe Fair people up. doing? Nothing. Walking around looking at people like uh, they always do. Yeah, somebody should have very that annoying. Somebody should have deflected that pass. <laughs> right. <laughs> like y'all are there for <laughs> safety. And yet you can't yeah, like, keep my quarterback safe. Nobody did. Yeah, what were like, like the handling like what were the handling people doing? Like whenever somebody signed an autograph, is they're always like right there next like what were like did they get suspended, fired? Like what are you doing? <laughs> That's what I'm trying to figure out. And I'm That's trying to figure job. out is the guy banned from like everything? He should be. Like the stadium, you can't come in. Any Falcons events, you're banned. Like, I want to know. I need justice. Justice for my quarterback. He, he probably got a knot on his head. <laughs> no, nah, he ain't got no knot, but he, he definitely is a bit embarrassed. Yeah. Blame <sighs> everybody, everybody involved. Right. Anyways, training camp, y'all went, right? You two, not Josh. Josh is in Europe. No, I haven't made it yet. I was on vacation this week, so I'll catch up with him this weekend. Okay. I went uh, Tuesday and Wednesday. So Tuesday was the last day of, like, shorts and uh, shirts, and it was raining, which – really wasn't that bad. It kept the numbers down. It just kind of missed it all day. And then I went the first day of pads, which was Wednesday. Defense way ahead of the offense. I don't know. I would say that the defense has a new energy. I think the defense is very energized and they're playing off of they're happy to be back together. And I think they really are. Um, like the day I was there, I was really working on communication. You can see Dan Quinn in the middle of everything, kind of working with him. And I just feel like they just, like their word is juiced or whatever, but I really, they just play with a lot of energy. And then you got to understand Julio not practicing. Right. Red going half reps. Now, the thing I was shocked to see, I mean, we'll probably get into it more later, but like Cage is getting a lot of snaps. I mean, Gage, not Cage. I always want to call him Cage, but Gage. 
Russell Gage is getting a lot of snaps with the ones. Like, all of the snaps Julio would be getting, he is now getting. Mm -hmm. With Sanu on the opposite side, really running with the um, twos because they're really not a lot of three receiver sets yet. So he's running with the twos. And Hardy's all the way back with the fours. Yeah, really running with the twos. Mm -hmm. And then, um, I mean, because it's only two receiver sets, you know what I'm saying? It's not really mixed up. So you got Gage and Sanu with the ones. You got Ridley and um, a couple different people with the twos. And then, like, Hardy slid all the way behind Gage now. Like, he way down the list. And he's not returning punts from what I can tell. Oh, so, man. I, I was about yeah. to say, you know, Hardy going to mess around and be uh, – what's hairline man name? Uh, wings, wings. <laughs> he turned it. He turned into wings. He switched the number. He gonna mess around and be wings in a minute. Yep. Have four catches <laughs> and do number place but But he ain't gonna return kicks. I seen uh the first day when it was raining. I seen uh Marcus Green back there. DQ was like right next to him, coaching up. You know, he's like, "Ooh, I like when you did that." Like you could see him pointing and he clapping him up, and you know. Hyping that man up. So, I mean, Marcus Green, you could probably see him get a lot of work back there in the preseason, and he is quick. Like, he'd take two steps and get gone. It is not a game out there. That boy was moving. Man, that's what we need. We need someone that's going to move. Yeah, we've been tired of that shit. Like, we got nothing out of Hardy last year in the return game. Like, absolutely zero. Yeah. No, like he gave, I think his I think his longest return of the year was like 17 yards. No lie. And that's like that ain't shit. No. You gotta have somebody who can flip the field sometimes. It was just fair catch at the fair catch. Marvin Hall was actually starting to get good right before, but then you know he got released. Or he uh not released, he was uh he wasn't under contract no more, right? Yeah, he signed somewhere else. Oh, so they let him walk, maybe. but Marcus Green is looking like uh, an option back there, but he a rookie. Uh, Zacharias out there flying around. And um, who else is back there? Um, uh, I thought the, I thought the guy we got from the Panthers uh, was Varner. Yeah. Yeah, but I didn't even really see him over there like that, to be honest. I know they put him in the mix, and he way down there uh, running back death chart. I don't even know oh. how he going to make the team because oh. you got – because the running backs right now, you got Freeman, you got um, Ito, then it's uh, the rookie Allison, who I got big hopes for, Heel. and then you got uh, Heel, who looked great having a kid. He actually looked like he's starting to figure stuff out, and then you got Green and the rest of them. So it's like, where Bar- I ain't even mentioned Barney yet. He like number six. Matt Barney yeah. back then. Matt Barsha in he- that man career. Yeah, you know I'm saying, and he not, and he not really um, catching the the first one or two people up for the punt return either. So I just don't know. But you know, with the new kickoff and um, kick return and punt return rules, like a lot of those teams are, if you notice lately, is all fat. It's like one or two linemen. Everybody else is like tight end, running back, wide receiver. So right. I mean, maybe you do need more of them to be impactful with the new kickoff rules and stuff. But I just can't see you. Uh, signing a guy like that who going only play special teams. Right. Really, like, the, it's too much right now. Like, with the yeah. kickoff, with the kickoff being up, like, really, what's the percentage on those that are returned? Most of them yeah. go out of the back of the end zone. 
And we yeah. are going to be playing majority of our games inside, so they definitely go out. But they if you play outside, outside, I think it would make a bigger difference. Right. It, right? Might hold, it might hold up in the air if it's outside. And then to get a punt where you got space to return it, your defense got to be playing lights out. If they get to the 50 and punt, it's going out of bounds. Or you put yeah. your foot on the catching. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah. So. Exactly. You know, so I, I just don't see where it fits for him. I mean, if they wanted that veteran feel, but I got a feeling with I'm telling you, the way they plan and the way they look, the fun they having out there, I don't think he too much care about the youth because like, he got the veterans in the key spots where you need veterans at. He got them along the D-line. He got Dion and all them. They they pretty much vets now. Once you make it three years, you're a vet. So yeah, you got all of them. And then um, – you got your people on the backside, Rico, veteran, you know, controlling the whole backside, true veteran. You sprinkling your rookies. I don't think they're afraid of having youth at anywhere where they got depth at, where it's no, other what, vets that. I went to the Super Bowl with four rookies on the, on the defense. I think the key this yeah. year is just about health. You know, everybody, knows, really what, everybody knows what they're doing. We're, we're probably very rarely going to be in a matchup, matchup nightmare. You know, so now it's just about making a place when you have to make plays and being healthy. Yeah, it's really going to come down to um, health and coaching. Like, can we make those those tough decisions when we need to make them and get them right? Because as much as I love DQ, every once in a while, it's just, it's like, come on, man. Like, everybody in the building knew what to do except for you. Like, <laughs> what would you what was you looking at, man? What was you thinking? And I know we all, you know, would do stuff differently here and there, but it's some stuff that just got to be, bro, that's why you get paid to do it. I don't care what we look back and say it was the right move. Like, make the right move in the moment. And it's certain stuff where you make the right play, the right call, and it just some freak something happened, and there's nothing you can do about it, right? Yep. But it's a lot of times when it's clear and obvious, like, I have to go for this in this spot, and it's like he'll settle up, and I'm like, dude, you preach aggressiveness, and then you get to the moment where it's like, okay, this is when we need to go for it on fourth, and you punt, or you, <laughs> oh, I'm going to let the defense put the same defense who've been dogged the last three quarters? Like, come on, man. Yeah, and that's why we hired all those guys, the time management specialists, all those other people that we hired to help him out, hopefully. That'll definitely. I mean, he, we'll he's surrounding by he's surrounded by coaching talent. All he right. did. I mean, and I get why he did it. He wants to take off all of that. He can't be six places at one time. Like anybody who works in management knows, like you have to be able to delegate. So he picked coaches, basically everybody with head coaching experience who who knows how hard it is to run the whole team. Like, okay, I need you to run the offense like you're a head coach. Like, I need you to handle all of that, Dirk. So we only got to touch base, and then you got it. You know, special teams, I need you to comp- – he got uh, – I mean, he had a, a – Armstrong was a good special teams coach, but you know what I mean. Like, he's putting everybody – O-line, another head coach. So it's like with Malarkey, it's like, hey, bro, handle that. <laughs> I'm yep. busy over here. Yep. So, I mean, he ain't got no excuses. I mean, right. it's I ain't going to make none for him either way, but I'm just saying, like, he's got all of the help you could possibly need in the coaching department. All he got to do is pull the right triggers on Sunday, and we should be straight. But, I mean, that ain't no guarantee. <laughs> right. 
Yeah, it, it ain't no excuses for him now because we hired everyone that he could possibly need. Like, we saw all his flaws, and clearly the people above him saw those flaws, and they were like, all right, bet. These are the people we're going to hire, so you can't, you can't say, you know, oh, well, I didn't know about this or I didn't know about that, just like a regular job. All right, we got people to do that for you. Now, you know, let's get this fucking ring and call it a day. Um, but going back to Hardy, since he's dropping, I know Breeze is going to be happy as shit because y'all know Breeze can't stand Hardy. And I think it's because <laughs> and Breeze is mad that he's not in the, that Hardy's in the league. And he's short and Breeze ain't. <laughs> Breeze is short. So that's why I think, you know, Breeze hates Hardy. But that's just my two cents. But speaking of uh, Gage, he was spotted um, being at the um, in Sanu's position in the Wildcat. So I saw, I read that on the Falcons website. So yeah, I don't know how I feel about there. that. Yeah, sometimes Gage may be there. So what do y'all? We barely need Sanu there. I really don't even like Sanu being back there. So I really don't need Gage back there. No, I, I like I like Sanu because he could chuck it. Yeah, you're right. I mean, I like it. I don't like relying on it. Put it that way. I like oh, it yeah. to just be there. Third and one, we should not be running Wildcat yeah, anymore ever again. Like second and one, yeah, go for it. Let's let's mix it up. You know what I'm saying? So I, really I don't want to know. See them guys on the field. Second and one, play action, kaboom. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Third down, you, know. you, you got to be able to run 22 dive. I don't care who it is. Coach, yeah, we only running that if we if we got to. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Matt right. Matt Braston came off. He didn't slipped out his shoe. All right, let's run the Wildcat and then come back. But other than that, oh, which brings me to another point. Of all the things I saw at camp, I don't know if it was just that first day with pads and he was moving a little stiff. Shab does not ever need to take a snap this season. Believe me when I tell you, you do not want to see him in a real live action game. Yeah, that man looks horrible. That man is old. And stiff, mm. and that ball has no zip on it whatsoever. You oh. thought Breeze arm looked dead. Shab's <laughs> <laughs> arm is six feet deep already. It is over. Yeah, I, I, <laughs> Hang I, I, it I, up. He I, is a glorified I, I, coach. He is over with. I mean, he has no lift. He has no drive. That ball, I could throw harder than him, and I am washed up myself. <laughs> Damn. I- you know, I don't understand why we've been paying in the last couple of years. Like, I understand how many. The first you know, two, I got it because it was a good quarterback room. He could still get in there and do a little something. But and he never had to. I think that was the two years Matt played every single snap or something like that. But, I mean, he came in last year. The one snap he played, he fumbled the snap. The one <laughs> snap he got in, he fumbled it. The one. Yeah, I don't. I don't know why we're still paying that man. Like, I don't understand. Like, uh, there's so would, many uh, other bums yeah, out here floating hurt. around that are young. Right. If you need a bum, just get you a cheap. Bum. Yeah, there's tons of young bums that can at least get in and run around. You know, do something. Matt Shaw just gonna take that ball, stand back there, and look lost. <laughs> Shit, you could put me in there. I run around screaming like a bitch, but hey. <laughs> I didn't see a whole lot of Kurt. You didn't? 
No, they was um. I mean, they did like you know team drills and stuff, but it's usually both of the mats versus each other. Like when they would be running receiver drills, where it's just receivers and quarterbacks, um, Kurt would be throwing to the running backs. Uh, so it's like he was working with you know the third group of people. He was never really with the main group of people. I mean, he of course he got some plays in there, but you know how it is. The ones get like five, six snaps. Twos get two or three. Sixes, you know. The last team might get one one snap and then you move to the next drill. So, right. All right. Um, let's see what else we got. Um, the meatball. I don't know how to say his last name, so I'm gonna call him Meatball. Uh, he's gonna do kickoffs now instead of. It's talking uh, about Italian stallion. To yeah. Video, man. <laughs> so he's gonna do kickoffs. Uh, I don't know. I mean, it's kickoff, so. I guess that's not big news, but bye bye bye, sure. I'm uh-huh. just I'm just gonna I'm just gonna go ahead and say this because I know I know nobody else wants to. So I'm just gonna say it. Are you gonna get cussed out? No, no, I'm not. I'm just gonna say it and we're gonna move on. Isn't we don't gotta debate it or anything, but I really pray that Tavekio does not get put in a spot where we know for a fact Matt Bryan would have made it and Tavekio misses. And everybody turns on him like week two. I just hope that a game is not – it's 28-28. I'm not going to overreact. I know that it's going to come. But I know for a fact if it's 27-28 on the road week one in Minnesota and he's got a 36-yarder with four seconds left and he, he claims it, oh, uh, I, I wholeheartedly believe he's going to make it. But we know for a fact Matt Bryant would not miss it. So Ooh. I'm saying – if he gets in one of those situations, 52 nah, yards for the for win. Fact. We don't know for a fact. Matt Brown started missing some this last year now. Right. You're right, but but yeah. you know people going to go by your record, though, until you let them down. And Matt I, ain't – his last kick true. was a game winner. His I last kick true. for us was a game winner. So, I just – I'm just saying that now. People are going to overreact if he – he got to be perfect at least the first five, six weeks he can't miss no game winner. People gonna lose their mind. Tell you that right now. I he been, sure will. He, he been perfect the whole time he played. It was time to move on. You can't keep paying. I know. Nope. I'm just saying. I will not. I will not <laughs> let it go. He's gonna he's gonna miss some here and there. I just hope they're not game ended. You can miss two as long as you hit the game winner. You know what I'm saying? But if he come in and making all the easy ones, then we get to that point where we need a 46 yarder for the win, and he push it. Oh, people are gonna lose. I will. I'm not looking forward to that. I'm not looking forward to that at all. I'll tell you that right now. I it's part of the game. Miserable. You're gonna win some. You're gonna miss some. But if he missed some easy ones and cost us some, whew. Nah. Doc, hey, let's see it. I'm gonna offend the whole state of Italy. Like the whole state, listen, state the whole <laughs> state not, of Italy. The whole damn country. Look, Good I'm Lord. And you, got, you got me pissed off over here just thinking about it because I completely that wasn't even crossing my mind. Hey, hey, no. wait till Josh come back though. They they being kidnapped, your boy. Wait till Josh get back before you start bad about for Italy. <laughs> nah. Josh, 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 sleep right now, okay? He ain't, he ain't I'm even sleeping. <laughs> they're the gonna, they gonna report, they're gonna, they gonna revoke this man's passport. You been so loud. Uh, they ain't gonna let, they gonna ban me from Italy. Like, oh my God, I can't even believe you just said that because now I'm mad. I'm, I need some tea. I'm just letting y'all know. I'm, I'm calling it right now. People are gonna lose their minds. <laughs> 
and all I will over the internet. Be one. The first time he misses, I just hope he doesn't miss. People nah, not the first time. I mean, I'll probably say a, uh, a little slight comment. I'm talking about the first time it costs us mind. a game. He yeah, just can't cost us a game. game. Oh yes. Listen, y'all already know how I am. I'm crazy as hell. I'll lose my mind. And don't let me be in that stadium and it happens. Oof. Just don't let me be in that stadium because, you know, I might make national news. I might. <laughs> I just might be waiting for him to come out of the tunnel, one, you know, at 9 o'clock at night. And then he may go missing. Like, I'm just letting y'all know now. South Breeze, he's going to get on me for that, but whatever. He knows. He already knows who I am. Yeah, it's going to be looking for it in the preseason because, you know, they don't do a lot of scoring usually, so I need them to make – I need them to go, like, perfect in the preseason and put everybody at ease. I really do. All right. Let's get into this unofficial death chart. What position do you want to go over with this? All of it. Or, I don't know why Sambrello was in front of anybody. Hey, well, you know what? Yeah. You know what, though? I say this, though. I say this, though. I was at camp. This is one of the other things I, I saw at camp. Like, shout out people who actually go to camp and, like, pay attention. Like, McGarry did look real, not lost, but just a step. You know how, like, when you got to do a reach block, like, he playing right guard. So, we, we, we everybody's pulling left, right? And you got to get to that second level block. You got to catch that linebacker, that safety, whoever coming down the hill and clear that, mean, that backside cutback. You mean right tackle? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He playing right tackle. My bad. And you pulling left. and you So you got the backside man. You know, so you might have to get a second level block. You might have to catch a linebacker or a safety, mm-hmm. somebody in space, right? right? Completely whiffing. I mean, they just completely like by either he's like too early and they pop behind him or, you know, they give him a stutter step. And he just frees up, and they shoot the gap, and it's like they blow the play up. So, like, I saw that a lot with the twos. And it is harder on the O-line in the beginning stages of practice than it is the D-line, you know. But it's just he looked it looked real – I mean, he looked like a rookie. I mean, hmm. so, I mean, I think Ty is going to have a little bit of a head start. We'll see how preseason goes because Coach said he's pushing him now. But the days I was there, the first two days in pads, he was looking real skittish at <laughs> right tackle. I'm not going to lie to you. Aye, aye, aye. Well, hopefully not better. terrible. They said it was getting better. I'm just saying, like, I, you think Ty would be bad, but <laughs> at least he know where he's supposed to be at. Like, accomplishing is another thing. Like, I felt like McGarry at times didn't understand. Like, oh, I was supposed to get him. My bad. <laughs> Thought it was this other one. <laughs> Hopefully he gets it together. But he is second. We got Ty first. Uh, wide receivers, of course, Julio's first. Gage is second. Devin Gray is third, which is a surprise. And then I can't say this guy's name that's fourth. Zach Zacharias, I, mean, I think that's how you say it. Zacchaeus. Yep. Zacchaeus. Yep, he's fourth. Uh, I'm not doing left tackle because we know who's first. Like, uh, left guard, James Carpenter, then Jamin Brown. Okay, center, we'll skip that. That's easy. Uh, right guard, Chris is first. Adam, second. 
Sean third. And tight end is kind of surprising to me. So we got Austin first, Luke second, Eric third, and Logan Paulson fourth. I thought Logan Paulson did hella good last season. I would think he would be third. Logan getting cut. No, I say, well, like he, he, he getting up there. I'm saying he get up there, ain't he? No. no I, well, I think he'd be the third tight end. I mean. I don't know. I, mean, I, I, I want Saubert to become that guy. Nah, he, I really he not, do. He not. Because, <laughs> because that, that's, that's the reason why we brought in Stalker. And he's we, got the we, size, though. He's got the size. <laughs> and the, I mean, but, but, but that's a lot of players. Like you see a lot of players. Like okay, yeah. he built like he, he, he like he could be a ball player, and he not. It was prime position for Schaubert. You right to take over last year, and he did nothing. That's why we. I really him wanted year. him too. I was rooting for that guy. Me too. Me too. Continue. Yeah. Like he, he like he, he could ball, but that's why we brought in Stocker, and we uh, resigned Paulson. It's like okay, we need these two guys because they're going to actually block and catch or whatever. And Stalker is Malarkey's boy from Tennessee, right? Exactly. And Stalker, that he yeah. that that dude, he go, he is nasty. Like he's yeah. a he's a physical tight end. Like he he gonna lay somebody out. Nah, you know yeah, he's talking about third and one. About it. Yeah, that that might be the issue because you know he's talking about like that short yardage game. Like yeah. I expect this offensive line to be way nastier than previous years. Like you talk about how deep they be at they're they're gonna be at a tight end, but like. Say for you know, say McGarry do end up winning that job. Them them six linemen sets you put in Ty and you know um, McGarry, or you swing um, somebody on the outside of uh, Jake, and you really pound that thing. Like I'm looking for them to get real like aggressive in the trenches and really start mauling some people. Yeah, that, that that's that's, that's why I was happy that we got both of uh, McGarry and uh, and Lindstrom because that's what we're gonna get back to. We'll get back to that. <clears throat> it's small, the short yardage. Like, I want to see that junk come alive, like ASAP. Though I don't want to see them wait and it's at nah, I want to see them mauling people like in preseason. Right. <laughs> yeah, that's, that, that, that's what we're gonna see. We're gonna, we're gonna see them like mauling people. Like, hey, Wes, Wes might actually be a decent um backup lineman this year. He was in yep. camp mauling people. I yep. seen him pick somebody up. I'm talking about pile dry this dude like five yards deep. <laughs> Finally. I'm like, yeah, West West became a new person. I'm talking, yeah. he was out there going Hulk mode on third teamers. No, this is putting that work, man. Thank goodness he needed you, man. That boy, that boy been in the weight room. I ain't gonna lie. That boy been working. Yeah, he he's he uh he like recorded some of his workouts and posted them on Twitter. Like he'd be putting them. Yeah, that's what somebody was telling me. I didn't see him, but somebody was saying that he'd been in the weight room, but it shows. <laughs> I mean, he was doing some work. <laughs> Man, we seen everybody with workout videos except for one person. I'm not gonna name no names, but I think we all know who that is. <laughs> um hey, right. it's gonna be it's going to be make it or break it. Either he's going to do it or he not. Like, I would prefer he keep the workout videos, to be honest. Oh, my God. Speaking of him, okay. Just give me the results. Listen, where's Sad go? Oh, Sad, his phone probably died. Damn. <laughs> Did y'all see um, my tweet with the, the, the fucking season ticket holder box and Vic's hair? Yeah, I saw that. <laughs> I saw that. 
all season ticket holders, please look at the box in the fridge magnet and then just look at Vic and his hair. I don't understand. That man was on there looking like Count Dracula. Yeah. Nah, <laughs> like just got out of a, a hurricane windstorm. You know how the hurricane winds and the rain be like on another level. He looks like he just came out of that and then blow right off his hair real quick. And then it was like that. He he looked like he came out of a trap house and he's been there for like three months living. <laughs> And just was like, oh, I forgot. I got to come take a picture and just showed up. Like, my guy, that's embarrassing. Like, you're embarrassing us as an organization. Like, all the fans, you're embarrassing us. You know how your parents would be like, don't be out here embarrassing the family name. That's what they could have photoshopped. They could have photoshopped him some uh, braids on there from one of his other pictures. It's really the media fault. It's really the media people fault. They could have. They could have photoshopped that out. Because I mean, that joint was looking rough. They could have picked another player. Like, what in the world? Anyways, don't make me go on a rant right now. Okay. Hopefully, Sad comes back, but I'm sure his phone died because Google Hangouts be taking, maybe taking a lot of juice. Oh, let me check right. You said, let me check right now. Oh, okay, I'm straight. All right, uh, Ito second, Hills third right now. Let's see. Any important? Hill is third. Uh huh. Hills third right now. What? Yeah, don't look at me, man. I'm just looking at this shit. Okay. He switched numbers too, which I did not know. I was I was looking at the wrong thing in the beginning. I had to look up the uh, the little uh, roster, uh, you know, can't roster everybody having them crazy numbers. Yeah, yeah. he was thir- he was thirty two last year. He switched to twenty three when um, Rocky left, and then the rookie Allison took his thirty two, and I had them completely confused for like the first two hours of camp, and I was like, oh, I said. Boy, what's his name turning up? I was like, Allison turning up because I'm thinking he wore 23. And come to find out the whole time, it was Brian Hill. I was like, oh, <laughs> my bad. <laughs> Dang. Now we got to pay attention to numbers. Come and forget yeah. that too. And uh, what's his name switched up too? Uh, Oliver, I don't know if y'all noticed, he switched from 20 to Tico old number. He got 26 now. I think that's yeah. what he wore in college. Oh. I did not know that for the first day. I didn't know that till the second day. I yeah, like, I oh, he went 26. Yeah, he was I like, didn't realize it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I, yeah, I'm going to pay attention to numbers. Everybody out there needs to pay attention to the yeah, numbers. Yeah, preseason going to be a wake-up call on Thursday for some people. You know, right. people who just – they wait till the game come on and start watching. They're going to be shook. they like, oh, I didn't know who none of these people are. Right. I'm going to be yeah. like, who the hell is number whatever? <laughs> I do that during regular season sometimes too, cause I can't lie. I did not know who Paulson was <laughs> until he scored a touchdown. I was like, "Who the hell is number whatever?" I was like, "I ain't never seen him before." And everybody's uh, like, "It's yeah, Paulson. <laughs> yeah." He he played. I think he played for like the Niners before he came to us. But and I mean, he he been he's 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 okay for what he does. Hey, yeah, if you we just block- need them to be decent blockers and have that little sneak out, you know, that little pop out the backside play air once in a while. That's all I need you to do. 
Right. Yeah. That's what I was Block like. and pop out for the little five yard duck off play when we we you know in a in a nice situation. That's it. Right. Yeah, if you can block and catch, you are okay with me. Yeah, we don't need you stretching the field. We don't need you going gronk. Just do the basics, bruh. <laughs> <laughs> um defensive end, we got Tack first, Claiborne second, Larkin third, and Trey Crawford fourth. Let's see. Ooh, this is interesting. Uh, defensive tackle, Tyler Davidson is first, and Sanat is second. Say that again? Tyler Davidson. He's third? Uh, then he's no, he's first. first. He's first. Yeah, he's running with the ones. He Sanat is space either. Second. Okay, okay. And then Hagman, Hagem, whatever. He's Hagman. third. She. Yeah. Dang. So not a better I mean, step this game up, man. It, it was it was looking rough at first, but then when you add in um Alan Bailey or whatever, like it really ain't that bad of a group. It's 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 gonna be about health and if they can figure if DQ can use the rotation to his advantage. You know man, what I'm saying? In, yeah. in my in my opinion, we have one of the best groups of defensive tackles in the league, in my opinion. I mean, it's a lot of versatility there, I tell yeah. you that. And then I, now we actually got size. Like we yeah. did not have size before. We have a Davison is a a bigum. Yeah. <laughs> Sanat is a is a bull already. He had already showed you what he can do. Grady is a bull. And then you got Crawford. Well, not Crawford. What's his face? Is it Crawford or is yeah, it? Uh, Crawford. Yeah. Crawford. You got Crawford. He when, when he healthy, he a he a bull. Yeah. He can eat up too. So I mean, you you got some stuff. I expect. Uh, I know you had mentioned Claiborne. I expect him to be used like how we use OC and um, how we use Freeney. He's going to be a third down. Like, bro, we need one. <laughs> like, you just got to let him go hunt. I don't expect him to be playing a whole bunch of snaps. I mean, that, but that's fine, too, though. I'm about to have Bailey out there. The, uh, the, um, um, Claiborne. Yeah. yeah, I want Claiborne playing limited snaps. Like, I want him coming in maybe 15 a game just because – he know what's going on, you know. He he ain't never out of place really. And if you know it's third and six plus, like you know you're gonna get a cross chop from him. That's what yeah. he gonna do. But they're not yeah. gonna be able to stop it. Yeah. <laughs> like Tack gonna be bull rushing you for 10, 15 plays in a row. Alan Bailey didn't try to bull rush you and spin, and here come the cross chop. Like man, ba- I think Bailey uh, control that end, and then have a Grady and Davidson up the middle. I think. <sighs> Man, I think that's gonna be very, very, very like a, a great situation for us. Yeah, that's a that's a lethal combination, right? That's a triple threat right there. And then Sanat, he knows what he's doing, and he's a beast. And yeah, I like Sanat. Sanat, my yeah. boy, he like Grady yeah. Junior. Man, they play yeah. a lot like each other. Like I knew yeah. that from the, from the jump, but he didn't really, you know, he took in that mentor. Yeah, he didn't play a lot, but he, he had some, you know, he was up against some Pro Bowl centers and was making them look a little silly a couple yep. times. Yeah, because so. he, he, was, he was working under, I think, a couple times in that, in that same game. Yeah, so we're going to see. We're going to see how they all come together. Yeah, I hope this Kaminsky kid does real well. I think he'll he'll do uh, really well. But I, he I, definitely I, got potential. He got a motor, which you know, if if you hustle hard enough in the league, you are gonna fall into one or two. Yeah, which 
which makes me so pissed off about Vic because he can't even do that sometimes. But anyway, <laughs> if you just get in the mix and you, you know where the play is going, you're going to have some at least some success. Yeah, You know what I'm saying? So that's what I'm banking on with Comiskey. But he might turn into that guy. Who knows? Like, he might become that guy. Yeah, we're going to find out. And with Rico back on the field, I mean, he's so full of knowledge. I think that's yeah, he what out there I making love. plays too. I love. He ain't just knowledgeable anymore. He out there making plays right. now. That's what I love about Rico. Like I was telling people, some people were like, "Rico's horrible." I was like, "What are you talking about?" Rico was never horrible. Like, he was always solid, but you could tell he knew what was going on. Yeah. And, and when he first started figuring out, I don't think everybody trusted him, and he was playing with a lot of new pieces. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And rookies and all that, but now they keep. You know, now that Keanu, he done grew up, he back, he ready. You got True that you've been communicating with forever. You got Dion controlling that whole front side of stuff. So it's like he just back there. You, you heard he was sitting in with the uh, quarterback room, like looking yeah. for what they trying to pick apart defenses. And they always knew he was knowledgeable, but he wasn't always making the play. It's like you could tell yeah. he knew what was coming, but he'd be a step late. Or he wouldn't trust it all the way. Now he breaking on balls that, like before it's even out of their hand, he already jumping it. You yeah, know, yeah. he he's shutting down stuff now, and that's yeah. always what was missing with him. Yeah, because from what I saw in those uh, in the clips the other day, like True Front on the pick that he had and that Rico had, he's he played excellent coverage on both on both uh, passes. Yeah, yeah. man, forcing them back. True Front was he was stuck on to new like. Like, like you not doing nothing on me. Yeah, like he was turning, he was turning with him. You know, he was coming underneath. Like he, he locked in. I just hope that they don't get the. Uh, I hope Oliver really comes, turns into the guy they expect him to be. I mean, I don't know what he's supposed to be. I mean, I know what he's supposed to be, but I just ain't seen enough of it. You know what I'm saying? He had. I mean he had your common rookie struggles. I mean, he was in place a lot of times, but it's just you got to fight to the bitter end. He would have his hands up, and it just it wasn't enough, or he'd turn that split second too late. Right. So I mean, we are gonna see, but uh, yeah. I just hope that they don't just go crazy at him to the point where True over there locking down, and you can't even tell because the ball just flying all everywhere else. You know what I'm right. saying? Right. Yeah. Yeah, I get that. And and Rico. It was clear, you know, that he everyone trusted him because when he was gone, that's when our defense like fell apart. It was like, yeah. all y'all acting like y'all never played football before. Y'all, you know, what's gonna be dope sport. though. Like I'm more, I think I'm more excited about like the oh yeah, D line gonna be what's gonna be. I need him to get some pressure, but the linebacker and secondary group, like all healthy, we got a loaded back end, dog. Like people be. Yeah. People don't they be sleep and I don't I don't care what the outside yes. perception is. But us like us right here and everybody who gonna listen to this, like our second half, our back half, our defense is loaded. If they healthy and yep. we get any type of push up front, people are gonna be in trouble. <laughs> Do you hear me? But yeah. And but trouble. that's the thing too. I, I saw I saw like something I get like the uh the notifications from the from the team app. Also short, true fun. He was called and saying, like we're going to be in people's faces. So what I'm thinking is like we we're going to go to more of a of a press coverage type uh, defense where they're going to actually like jamming these uh these wide receivers to give the defense some time to get to the quarterback. 
So I hope I, so, man. Yeah, I think that's gonna bode well for our, for our, for our defense. Like, they definitely was running a lot of pressing, <laughs> pressing, roughing people up in camp. I'm tell you that they not all that passive playing off and letting them come up that little quick stuff. They yeah. was taking all that away. Like even like the running back coming out, it was very rare where the running back was not picked up immediately you know what i'm saying it wasn't no float over here oh i gotta go get there no they was already there in the flats waiting on dude like i think like the communication whatever they've been coaching and working this off season like them boys be out there they was out there like playing so loose like so free and laughing like ah y'all thought that was gonna work that's not working like they just over there talking junk the whole time I'm dying laughing because I'm like, man, these dudes is ready. <laughs> yeah, I, I I think they they probably feel like, man, we got some stuff to prove. Like, like yeah, we was hurt. Yeah, we was missing a few key players, but collectively as a as a as a healthy unit, like they probably feel like we weren't the best in the league, which I which I agree with. I hope so. I just want to see it all come together. I mean, that's what you hold for every year, but I just hope. We get the D-line where it's supposed to be, you know, uh, back to at least above average. They don't even got to be great. I just need them to be above average and exactly. have some good moments. We know our linebacker core is is solid. Yeah. But if the secondary play like they're supposed to do and Kiki up there enforcing and Rico is, you know, doing his thing and knocking balls down and getting people put in the right space, I just don't see – I just don't see nobody putting up crazy numbers on us. I mean, yeah. everybody had their bad days, but – no, we yeah, got the I, pieces. I, def, I definitely agree. I, like I said, but I just felt like DQ should have been running his defense since he got here. Yeah. But, uh, but with him running it now, and we have a more uh, quality depth and uh, starters on, on the defense, I think this may be the best defense that we, we've seen under him since he's been here. Facts. I think he's going to regret that looking back. Like, if this works out, he's going to be like, why didn't I do this from the beginning? I think exactly. he didn't want to be yeah. the cocky guy and go into his first head co- coaching job trying to do a whole lot. Because right. if you notice, Pete Carroll don't do a whole lot. He got a, a nice little team with him too, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I think he took the cues from Pete Carroll and tried to do it the more traditional way. But, I mean, Super Bowl run, he took over. I'm surprised he uh, even promoted uh, Marquand when he did. I like Marquand, but – I. If you looking back, like why didn't he just take it over after the Super Bowl? He should have been like, all right, I got the defense. I mean, but but that's the thing. You you you. I mean, it's it's kind of like a business too. It's like the head coach, the manager. So it's like I'm gonna let my my assistant managers run, run what they need to run for me. I don't yeah. want to be like the the micromanager taking over their jobs. Like I and then some reason. stuff don't get done, and then you got to do what you got to do. So that's yeah, where we no, is. Yeah, I, I, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I I definitely get it, but that that's what I was thinking that he was thinking. Also, it's like, all right, let let me at least let him do it. No, I agree. I, that's what I'm saying. He went the more traditional route, but I think he's gonna look back and wonder why didn't I just do it after the Super Bowl and just right. stay the D. But let's see. I hope it work out. I, I really do. So far, just the energy alone at practice like that's what i love about camp being able to be see body language and see people in more of a relaxed setting you see who's struggling like you know somebody body language when they mess up on something and they're on the sideline you know they smack their hands or they talking to somebody trying to figure it out what they messed up on versus when somebody talking junk like yeah i'm on top of my game i know what i'm doing right now like you can just look at people and tell you know if you've been around football long enough or just in sports in general so when i tell you them boys is fired up and like confident like they are confident you got to understand you got like 
KZ, what's this, his third year now? Yep. Yeah, KZ, third year. He moving to nickel. I mean, that's perfect for him because he like to come up and hit anyway. And then Keanu, you already know what he going to do. He didn't lose not a drop of them muscles while he was rehabbing. <laughs> like, my goodness, that man looked like – he looked like Jax from uh, <laughs> Killer Instinct. <laughs> he looked like, his arms look like they made of a, a whole other material other than skin, dog. Like, that yeah. don't even look real. He, he looked like he put on more, uh, more weight, just a little bit more weight. I can't wait to see him unload on somebody. I cannot yeah, wait. I, I, I want to see him hit somebody, man. Because he's not going to play in preseason. He bet not. I don't want to see no. him play one snap. But when he finally get to hit somebody week one, I'm telling you, I feel for whoever it is. <laughs> yeah. Nah, I man, I want. I don't want none of our guys to play during preseason. I, I, I mean, some of them got to play. No, but, yeah. like, yeah, Freeman, he's probably him. not about to play. Yeah, Neil, Neil, definitely not going to play. Rico Neil. might play a little, but I highly doubt it. He might play a little just because he probably going to beg him to. But I don't see either one. I don't see Neil playing. I don't see Freeman playing. I don't see uh, – really, that's it on defense as far as hurt, hurt people. Julio not going to play just because yeah, I mean, he might him. play Free, one series in the, like, the important – like the fourth one, he might play one series. But I don't see Julio playing. And that's that's really it. The, everybody else from the starters, I don't think no starters going to play Thursday. Next week they'll get like one series. Week after that, probably first quarter, and then like first half in the fourth quarter or something like that. That's yeah, it. yeah. That's that's all it needs to be. Shit, yeah. I don't need no nothing, no crap this preseason. Did you uh, get to the crowd favorite Duke Riley on the death chart? <laughs> um, he that is got, third. Yeah, that man got surpassed by uh, Foye. Foye, yeah. Foye should start. If we being honest, like it should be Foy when we're in in a a, a base four three, it should be Foyer, Devo, and uh, Campbell. Campbell as your as your three linebackers. Yeah, well, right now it's Campbell at one, then Foyer, then Duke, and then the next line we got Debo at one, Bruce Carter at two, Jermaine Grace at three, and then Phillips at four. So, and that's the only two spaces they got for linebacker. Yeah, that's it. Well, no, on, on the depth chart, it shows yeah. uh, it shows the 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 three four defense. Oh, okay. Yeah, and then the biggest battle on the depth chart is cornerback. We got a lot of people. I didn't realize how many people we had. I mean, I knew it was a lot, but not this many. So we got Isaiah at one, Wilson at two, Kendall Sheffield at three, and then Rashard at four. Then we got True at one, Casey at two, Jordan Miller at three, and Ryan Neal at four. See, I think they just put that that way because Casey going to be pure nickel, and if anything – a yep. third deep safety. So yep. I don't – him being behind true means nothing. I think you got to look at who's on the other side. You said it was um, Wilson and then um, Sheffield. Sheffield. I think yeah. that's your two left quarterback backups, if we being honest. So Miller is going to be the second behind true. Yeah, yeah. Because I don't think um, – I think Casey is a strict, strictly nickel and safety yep. – uh, I, I do think you will see some three high safety because 
the the thing that's exciting about the defense is the way you can drop and and rush people. Like I was watching a Baltimore game, and the way they destroyed us was just bringing Weddle up to the line. You know, if he's gonna drop a blitz, you was I mean, it's moving everybody. It's moving Mosley around. And if we can move around our linebackers like that, you can bring Kiki down in the box, or you can drop him back. You can bring Rico down in the box, you can drop him back. You bring Casey down in the box, or you can drop him back. So when you got all of them on the field, you don't know if Casey going to man up and drop in the zone. You don't know if he coming. You don't know if uh, Neil coming or dropping. Like, I think that's what's going to help them being successful is you got multiple people who can pretty much play down by line of scrimmage or play way back in the secondary. Yeah. Yeah, and that's the thing with the personnel that we have. It's like we could, we could have so many different defensive looks like that's why I'm hoping Quinn really, really make this one of the most versatile defenses that he that he ever took over. That's what I want to see. Yeah, I want to see us crack the top twenty, man. We always been at the damn bottom. <laughs> the defense. I mean, they had uh, what was we eight the last year before everybody got hurt. The year before this, the past one, <laughs> we was about eight in total defense or something like that. I I think they got top five potential if they just play around between ten and fifteen. In the offense is what it usually has been. I think we'd be fine, but yeah. if they if they play top, my dream season would be them to be top five and the offense just be average and we win games going away. That's what I really hope would happen, but we'll see. We put it all on Matt Ryan again, like we uh, always do, and have everybody blame him for everything. Every single thing that happens on the field <laughs> is always his fault, no always matter Matt's what. Fault. All right, enough about that shit. Let's talk about them stupid people in Swampland. So, I don't know who this judge is, but um, he's trying to order Roger and company to come to court about that stupid call that they say happened or whatever. Oh, I'm so tired of them. Like, you didn't get the call. How How is it even going this far? Why is it going this far? Aren't there, like, so many other crimes being committed that need to be worried about, like, actual real like crimes? To, I would just like to point out the uh, hypocrisy of uh, the Saints troll that was on the, uh, on the internet the other night that y'all stayed up so late for. Oh, we're over that. We didn't even make a big deal out of it. Y'all are making a bigger deal out of it than we are. Not even 24 hours later. Judge orders courts to be like, come on, man. Right. right. The jokes write themselves. Like, what? You just said you was over it. I don't even know who that loser is. Like, I really don't. I've, I've literally never it's, seen it's, anything it's from before. He, he, I, I don't know how... how... Am I supposed to know who he is? Huh? <laughs> Am I supposed to know who he is? Have I seen him and just don't know he's a Saints supporter? Is that what happened? Well, I, I didn't find out he was a Saints fan until like, a, a, like, a, probably like some months ago. No, last year when he 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 assumed that they was gonna beat uh, L.A. and they was gonna come to Atlanta and whoop de whoop or whatever. That's when I figured, oh, he's a Saints fan. Um, but yeah, he he. Like he, that dude was an idiot because it's like 
It's like you bring up all these points. You work for Sports Center, and you try to crack on Atlanta, but you you forget that y'all have like five of the worst uh, playoff losses in, in in NFL history. Like, yeah, we lost. We blew a twenty eight three lead, but y'all lost to a seven nineteen. Not only did y'all lose to a seven nineteen, y'all had Marshawn had one of the most iconic <laughs> NFL plays in playoff history with that run in that in that same game, and then like I said. From from the, from their Super Bowl win, the five playoff losses that they had were all in dramatic fashion. So it's like, how can you fix your mouth to talk on this? I right. Just, I just, I just, it's, I know the rivalry is deep, and I know how how it goes. I've been on, you know, I ain't seen that thing up close and personal. I don't been in New Orleans. I didn't been to pretty much every every like the last five years when they came here. I mean, I know how it is, but. The talk is just – it just doesn't make any sense. And, then like, the funniest part of the robbery is, like, y'all supposed to have the one-up because y'all have a ring, and it's never phased me. It's like right. we, we know y'all cheated. Y'all yep. know y'all cheated. Yep. We don't care about the ring. We're still a better team. And at the end of the day, we live in Atlanta, and y'all live in a swamp. Like, right. But that, but that's the thing. That, like, they, they, I, I think they feel like, man, if Atlanta get a ring – Really it's, over. it's over. It's over. That's like, the like, only thing they can hold on to. They know everything else in the, the all-time record, the biggest win, the most wins. Everything is in our favor. Oh, y'all, y'all hating this against – the numbers are never accurate. Whenever you see, oh, y'all blanking, blanking, the air, it, that's never accurate. Every time right. you go Google it, it's different from whatever they posted. Like, bro, football – existed before 2009. No, they they, they don't understand that. (laughs) So don't just show up late to the party. Hey, man, y'all just been playing trap the whole time. Hey, bro, we spent a whole three hours playing some slow music. Like, you just got here. Yep. We been been scraping y'all. We been busting y'all here for decades. And y'all just start making a little bit of, you know, comeback. A little bit. You still taking the L. So y'all started making a little bit of comeback. Yep. And now, oh, y'all big and bad because y'all got a, a ring after y'all city flooded. Okay. And right. Right. y'all yep. still trash. And cheated to get it. <laughs> like, and it's not like a little bit cheated. Like, your defensive coordinator got banned from the league. Your head your, coach, your coach missed an entire year. year. Yeah. Like, that's confirmed cheating. Mm-hmm. That's not oh, it might have happened, it was a bad call, that's, you cheated. And if we go back and look at the Vikings and Cardinals game, you really, really, really cheated. Yep. So it's like, bro, like, we not worried about y'all. But, and it's but like, no, but they no, have I, that complex, man. But I promise you, when we win the ring, their, their next go-to is like, well, we got ours first. That, well, that's well, well y'all got y'all's two decades ago, so <laughs> yeah, yeah right, right. let's talk about the now. Right. I always they said we'll have two here. before they have. We'll have two before they have two. I've always said that, even yeah. after blowing two oh, yeah. to three, I was like, we're gonna have two before y'all have another one. So yeah. get ready because when we tie it up, it's gonna be one thing. Then we pass y'all up. Then we're gonna be have more than anybody in the division. Then what it's gonna be? Yep. <laughs> yep. And then once once Breeze leaves, I give it two years before. Nine oh, that fan base. They're going four the and twelve. They're going four and twelve. Like three can. Cons- they're going to be the Jaguars. I'm yeah. telling you, they're going to be the, the Jaguars. 
Man, no. Ninety percent of that fan base be the old Jaguars and Texans fans. Watch. I'm telling you, they're gonna be four wins, six wins, two wins, four that, wins. They'll be the six that, wins. that we're accustomed to. Yeah. Right. And then and then we'll be looking around like, oh, y'all not repping no more. What's yeah. up? Hell <laughs> nah. They're gonna and change. Then, and then we'll be in New Orleans, twenty five thousand deep. And right. like, oh, what happened? Where did everybody? Or will we be in New Orleans? Because I don't know if they can afford to keep the Saints. Right, exactly. That's true. Yep. So, yep. ooh, do you know what that would do to the city of New Orleans if they lost the Saints, bro? Nah. Do you, under, <laughs> do you understand? That's that would be like that would be like Hiroshima all over again. Like, yep. man, you know, the city would be desolate. There would be nobody. What would they do? Like that's literally all they have. The Pelicans, they got that. I mean, they do got Zion, but we know he out of there. As soon as that rookie deal, up, yep. we know he yeah. out of there. Yep. So I'm not even worried about that because that's going. That joke is going to finish itself in the near future. And if he comes to Atlanta, that would just be the ultimate, you know, slap in the face. <laughs> Hilarious. <laughs> but seriously, they don't have base. They don't have any other sport besides. Baseball, football. No, football. And I mean, football and basketball, my bad. Yeah. Basketball team has never been good, has never won anything. Nope. And their football team, for lack of a better term, can barely keep their head above water financially. No. <laughs> so, no. so, seriously. I ain't do it. If you take away that football team and they move to Oklahoma City or San Antonio, wherever. I can see San Antonio. We, we may never hear from those people again. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Man. Some may actually become Falcons fans. You never know. Oh. <laughs> oh. I mean. Dog. <laughs> New Orleans got left after that is uh, Essence Fest. But that's only once a year. Do they even have that? I don't know. Essence Fest can easily move to Atlanta and be the same. Oh man! I'm just saying, like, I mean, they'll still have their parades. I mean, they have parades for everything else. Maybe they have a parade when the Saints leave. Like, maybe that's yeah, how they had a parade for us. Send them off. They're, I'm saying they have parades for everything. Literally, every time I'm there, it's a parade. I'm like, bro, it's just a Wednesday. We have a Wednesday parade. <laughs> <laughs> like, what is going on, bro? I was down there holiday week, Halloween weekend. Why I do that? They have like six parades, bro. Who celebrates Halloween like this? What is I, going I on? Really- I just really hate that place. Like, I feel like if I go back there, I'm going to get arrested. Yeah, you probably it's definitely, It's definitely overhyped. Like, I like to go – I like to see people fail on Bourbon Street because everybody thinks, oh, I can drink. I can do this all day long. Okay, go for right. it. Not with that damn humidity. Fall down. <laughs> you see them fall down in, like, the first mile of the marathon. You're like, yeah, I told you. Yeah. But it's just a nasty, dirty place, man, like. I don't want people to overlook that. You can go and have fun, but it's a filthy place. Like, people just throw up and there's horse crap everywhere. Like, if you step in one of those puddles on bourbon, it's over with. Throw your whole foot away. (laughs) Amputate. Like, I've recorded video of people stepping in puddle and the horror on their face. Like, oh, my God, I just put my foot in there. And, like, people screaming because they're like, oh, my God, I have AIDS now. I just stepped in that puddle. Down. I have a bunion. I have an open sore on my foot. It's over with. Got that <laughs> eating bacteria. <laughs> Can I amputate your foot? 
Right, right there, there. The horse, the horse police are everywhere. The horses poop all over the place. You know, they crap all over the place. People step in it, and they just drunk. They just, people just throw up in the middle of the street. It is like the filthiest, most like maniacal place on earth. I mean, they love it to death. That that's that's all good and dandy. Um, I don't ever need to be there in more than forty eight hours. Put it that way. <laughs> I go for the game. I get in the night before, I go to the game, I bring my black tail back home. I'm good. That is it. That's all you got to do in that yeah. How city. somebody could possibly be proud of living there, I, I do not understand. Yeah, I, I, I don't see it. I, I don't see how. <laughs> me either. Ugh. Gives me the heebie-jeebies. Yeah. It, it, uh. Yeah, next subject. I don't want to talk about it. I'm about <laughs> All right. <laughs> <laughs> we got our first preseason game this week. Uh, it's on Thursday. That's it. Either you're going to watch or you're not going to watch. But that here's your friendly reminder that the first game is this week. Uh, we're going to talk about that. Um, let's see. Didn't you want to talk about what a real fan is? Yeah, I just, I just think it's tears of like, there's tears of fandom. Like, I mean, we all, you know, met because of Twitter for the most part. So it's like you get on there, and it's like the overreactions and just the lack of knowledge for football in general. And it's like not everybody's a genius. I know I'm not. I don't know every single thing, but what I know, I know and understand. And people that have any common sense about sport can tell I understand and we can have smart, knowledgeable discussions about the sport. And then you have the people that is just like, I'm like, dude, why even bother? <laughs> like, why even watch if you just go make up stuff? <laughs> like, you know, you got your Matt Ryan haters and it's just like, you know, you come up with somebody and this is real life stuff. So I'm never shocked when I see it on social, social media. But, you know, barbershop talk or just, you know, where, wherever in public or at the bar. And it's like, man, we need one of the running quarterbacks, man. We we need one of Russell Wilson, or, uh, Patrick Holmes or somebody, man. Matt Ryan, he's just sitting back there. He ain't going to do nothing, man. He ain't making no plays. Yeah. No, what? <laughs> Stop talking to me. <laughs> I don't have time for this. I didn't Man. come here for you to ruin my night like this. And it's, and it's like even the people that get on Twitter, man, it's like the 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 ridiculous. Or even when we talking about top 100, y'all really going to tell me Jared Goff is better than Matt Ryan? Right. On any planet, on any day of the week, any time. Like they show the stats side by side. And it's just like, bro. Like I could see if it was an argument. Like it wasn't close. Matt had every single stat. In his favor, except for wins. Yeah, it's like when you hot, you hot. I get it, but at the end of the day, football is football. This man put up the same numbers his MVP season behind no O line and no run game, and it's like, oh, he trash. He ain't winning y'all no games. I'm like, all right, bro, it's a team sport. But okay, y'all got it. Right, but but try 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 having your barber uh, as one of those people. Like my my barber is a Cowboys fan. But he he he's like so back and forth with Matt. It's like one day he like okay he good, the next day oh he he trash. It's like dude make up your mind. Yeah, it's like and it's these people who just repeat sports and they're like if you don't know 
just say you don't know. Like, right. I hate people who make it seem like they watch every game of every team. No, you don't. I watch so much Falcons, I don't have time to watch nobody else. Right. I watch our game like three times a week. I watch it live. I watch the replay. <laughs> I watch it, you know, break it down, watch the slow version, might do some all 22. And then I'll start looking at, you know, next week and stuff. So I don't have time. I watch the primetime games. Whoever play on Monday night, whoever played Thursday night, and then, you know, the Sunday night game after our game go off, or sometimes it'd be a four o'clock game on. And most times I'm not going to watch that game because I'm stressed. <laughs> yes. I'm either stressed or drunk or both. Right. <laughs> so people be like, "Oh, I watch all the games." Uh, no, you, no, you don't. No, you don't. You watch highlights. That's what we all do. And y'all form an opinion off that. You saw Matt throw two picks, and now he trashed. <laughs> what they didn't show you was the 480 yards he put up before the defense folded. It's yeah. like, man, relax. It's like people just repeat what they see on TV and what they hear other people and, say. And it and it's not like they it's not like like they're saying Matt is just horrible. It's like he's horrible. But and y'all need somebody like like Cam Newton. It's like, are you serious? Yeah. Like, yeah. like how like, high are you? Like that's that's a crap. <laughs> Do you even try to watch football? Right. Like it was a dude on there the other night was like, oh Matt not that good. He played behind he had, he's always hit a top O-line, and he's got, you know, top five run game. I'm like, bro, he was bottom five in the run game last year and had one of the worst O-lines in football. But what are you talking about yeah. right now? And that's like, not – I know not, you don't know because you just said the exact opposite of reality. Right. And then I, I think it's the same one where it was like he had good coaching. I'm like, that man, that man doesn't have good coaching like that. He makes these <laughs> coaches look good. Yeah, that's he's it. getting he's getting coordinators hired every two or three years. Like, come on, man, Sark gonna be the first one not to become a head coach the first year he leaves. Yeah, oh yeah, he's not. He's back at them. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So it's like, it's uh, it's just that type of person. I don't consider those people. I mean, I'm not gonna tell somebody what a fan is and ain't. I'm just gonna tell you that <laughs> some no. fans, all fans, are not created equal. Is what yeah. I'm trying to say. Like, the Falcons are not going to go 16-0, and they're not going to go 0-16. I go into every week saying, all right, if we can do X, Y, and Z, we can probably win. But if we fall into the trap of A, B, and C, we probably going to lose. Like, I look at every single week like that. It's a way to win, and it's a way to lose. It's the NFL. We got all the talent in the world. You're going to take some L's no matter what you do. Patriots win 12 games a year. Somehow they find a way to lose three or four. That's just the way the NFL works. Unless yep. you get hot and then you might go 14 and two, 15 and one if the ball bounced your way. But other than that, week in, week out, it comes down to a few decisions and a few drives where you really need to make this or that happen, you know, on offense or defense. You really got to get a stop or you got to, you know, you got to make a play and get in the end zone. Other than that, it's usually a, a, a three to four point game week in, week out. And if yep. you do some stuff right, you can and it's like fans, oh, we're gonna beat them by 40. Bro, sit down. Yeah, this not college. <laughs> this not college. Sit football. down. Right. <laughs> we we might get up two scores and they score late, and, you know, and it end up being a seven point game. It's like it's rare. You know, and the, the thing I'm looking for this year for this team is just not to lay duds. Like we went up to Cleveland and laid a dud. We went up to Green Bay, laid a dud. It's just like not well, no, no, no. up for games. No, no, that, that Green Bay game pissed me off because it's like Sark scripted one of the 
Best yeah. opening series. That came I've out the opening him. series, scored. Came at the next series. Did uh, got down the field, and I think they got uh they got uh, some penalties. We did field goal range. Penalty knocked us out. Then the next drive they got up. Matt had the one slipped out his hand. The backwards pass. Yeah. And that yeah. set us back, pushed us out of field goal range. And then he threw the pick six for halftime. And then it was just over with. So it's like, yeah, we started hot, but we just folded in that game. And, like, it wasn't that Green Bay was a whole lot better of a team than us. It's it was just, just culture. It was culture. Yeah, you, you're game. on the road and you just lay an egg. I'm just looking for this team to just don't be out of a game before it get good. Like, I want to see us second half, we should be in every single game we play. Like, I just can't afford no, you know what I'm saying? We can't be down 28-0 and it not get no better. We can't be down, you know, 21-0 at halftime and never make no no leeway in the second half. All right. You know, I just want to see this team just compete and it be down to, like, the last possession pretty much every week unless we just sealing people away. But if defense play how they got to play, I don't even mind us being in close games as long as yeah. they – not doing the dumb stuff, man. Like the Cleveland game, you get them bad up. I think we had the lead or it was tied. You get them bad up, pinned inside the 10, 94-yard chub run. Like that yep. can't happen. Yeah. Like ever. <laughs> or if it, if it does happen, at least try to make an effort, as in like true fun. Like that man jogged the entire way to the end zone. And then what like, are you jogging for? They played terrible. The New Orleans game was like, that's why I guarantee you we win at Thanksgiving. Like, Thanksgiving, I've already, I don't care how the season's going. I don't care anything. Bro, we could be 500 at that point. I guarantee you the players want that one more than anything else. If I was them, I would feel embarrassed that. Because we had went down to New Orleans and actually put on a show a couple of times. We blew them out on Monday night bad down there. Yeah, uh, with the Debo pick and all yeah. that. So, I mean, yeah. we had been having some success down there and really shutting them up. And I was at uh, – which one was I at? I was at the Thursday night we lost. I went down there on Thursday night. But it was um, – remember that one – what was this? This was like 12 or 13 when uh, OC ran one back yep. at the end of the game. I was yep. at that one. That was, was at, crazy. I was at Dugan's when that happened. <laughs> yeah, so we so we didn't have some some games down there, but man, they went down there last year and laid a straight egg, and it was on but, a short week, and we had just played Dallas and whatnot. But dog, your season was already on the brink of extinction, and then you went and laid the egg versus them on Thanksgiving. I guarantee you, we win this one by but, by at least a score. But but that was the thing though. With, with Thanksgiving, even before it happened, I said we was gonna get screwed when the schedule came out. And I, I knew we had to come out go to, to New Orleans for Thanksgiving. I was like, we can't screw that night. I mean, and, you already knew. I mean, yeah. look at last year. They did us so dirty down there the year before. Right, first and foremost. <laughs> like, like, you get the Dog. Out of here. Like, I you, was you, like, are y'all serious right like, now? <laughs> like, you know good and well we don't play like that. Like, first and forty, like, be for real. We had been the least penalized team in the league up until that point, bro. Nah, even the media there, was like. And we had, like, 17 penalties. <laughs> I'm like, bro, y'all have got to be kidding me. The jig is up. Right, but but that's the thing. It's like it's like I it's like I be trying to I be trying to like kind of let y'all know it's like y'all should already know what to expect. I know, but it be so blatant. That's why I see them cry. To see them get screwed over about in in the NFC championship game felt so good. It felt so like karma because it's like, bro, y'all been doing this for years. 
to the whole league, but mainly more than anybody, it seems like to us. Y'all have been doing this for a long time. Yep. They have. Yep. Like, I, y'all finally got a taste of it. Y'all finally got a taste of it. Man, th- that first in 40, the media was shocked. <laughs> the broadcasters were shocked. Now, when that, when those people are shocked, you know it's just the crazy problem. thing. Do you remember what the original play was before they called the first penalty? It was a Freeman run for like 25 yards down the left sideline. Yes. Yeah, and the Jake- holding they called was like way behind the plate. Like not even I- close. If there was ever a holding you was going to let go, that was the one that you're like, all right, yeah, it was holding. It's holding on every play, but I ain't going to call that. And they called it. Once Freeman broke out, then dude threw the flag. Like he broke the second, broke into the second level, got to the outside, then buddy threw the flag. So I'm talking about right. first play of the game. He had like 25 yards. That changes everything. You go from, you know, first and 10 on the other side of the field to second and 15, second, yep. you know, second and 25, third and 30. I'm like, bro, y'all, y'all, y'all is something else, man. Y'all cheated on a different level. Right. Exactly. Exactly. They don't even try to hide it. They don't even try to hide it. They just straight up be like, "Yeah, we did it. So what?" That's why. That's why I can't respect their fans. It's like y'all, y'all see this mess. Y'all think y'all actually think y'all legit when it's blatant cheating. Like it's, it's also blatant. that ref crew. We always get screwed on the ref crew. Who is it? Morelli. It's yeah. one of them that that dick us every time we play them. Like as soon as I see his name, I'm like, "Well, this is gonna be an go. L. This yeah. gonna be some BS." Oh, <laughs> you already I hope I hope it's not close because we are gonna get dicked. <laughs> right. God Lee. I hate them. It's oh like- no, hockey league. That's who it is that I I don't like hockey league and I don't like Pete Morelli. Both of them be on a straight BS. They didn't both robbed Julio several times. Yeah, who was that crew? The one when Julio got robbed in Seattle uh with the game on the line. Yeah, I, they I have forget. They've been screwing us over since then, too. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Man. Ooh, I hate them. Uh, but your fan talk, that that definitely applied to at least half, if not more, of our fan base. Because I know, I know, most of y'all do not watch every single one of our games. They don't. And just be talking at the side of your neck, like, you know, I watch every on single game one of them. day. I'm tweeting every unless I'm at the game because it's really I really you miss so that's that's what's crazy about being a fan though. Like, where is y'all stance as far as like I know y'all, some of y'all got season tickets. I don't have season tickets. All my friends do, so I'm just a moocher. I like I usually <laughs> get asked to go for free. I'm the ultimate fan experience. I encourage everybody to go to a game with me. <laughs> it's really it's really a whole different experience. Folks be like, hey, bro, don't do it. <laughs> Unless you're prepared to go to jail, don't do it. <laughs> Lord. That nigga don't got no off switch, bro. <laughs> don't don't expect to sit down. You're probably going to get in two or three altercations. Like, like when I say I rep hard for the squad, like, when I go to games, it's strictly business. Anybody can get it. <laughs> I, See, man. And that 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 be the thing. It's like I be wanting to link up, but it's like Josh, you got you got a little boy, so you can't get <laughs> <laughs> right. I don't need to be near you because you know I'm crazy too. So like, I be I be lit at game, but I'm respectful. It's just people don't. It's always somebody who y'all have seen it so many times. 
You be sitting there minding your business. You going in with your little group, and then here comes somebody. Ah, y'all need to sit down. Shut up. Hey, bro, like, we're at a football game. Like, if you're not standing up, this is the craziest thing that I don't get. And it's like, it's our city's part to blame, but the casual fan is too. Like, you go to a game, and I'm usually in 100 section. And, you know, it's third down. You're getting on your feet. And they're like, are you going to stand up the whole time? Uh, yes. Yes, bitch. Yes. Yes, actually, I am. <laughs> <laughs> We're at a football game. The point is to yell and scream and see stuff. I'm not going to sit down. Like, I'm sorry. I'm not sorry. I'm sorry that you feel like I should sit down. Like, you're doing it wrong. <laughs> Why are you not standing up? Right. And it's like, you know, that's the people I don't get. It's like, why are you here? Yeah. And, then, and then you got to come home and hear about, oh, Atlanta fans don't be loud. They don't be into yep. it. It's like, I am, but as you can see, I got to deal with numb nuts back here yep. who just here to be seen and hope to get on TV. Yep. And it's like, bro. <laughs> yeah, that's true. My, my section, I'm in the hundreds. And for the most part, we um, are sitting until like we're about to score you know what i'm saying like when we're about to score it's a everybody gets on their feet you nah. know what i'm saying and we're like freaking the fuck out y'all doing so, it wrong y'all yeah stand up when it's like a yeah. big defensive play if it's third and whatever y'all gotta stand up like i mean on every chance you know uh who, who i mean you know who make a play you gotta hit them you know who you know you gotta be oh no yeah like, if my, you're not there that um, and I'm, I'm, um, you know, the picture man, uh, Mario. Oh yeah. Our yeah, sections yeah. are next to each other. So he's, he's up for most of the game, uh, doing chance, but our sections definitely get into the game. Um, at least the season ticket holders do the casual fans that come, I can say that they don't. And I think it's more of they don't know what to do because I don't understand why you would be at a football game if you're not passionate. Like if I didn't like football, I would be very not intimidated. Like if I didn't really love football the way I do, I would not want to be in an environment where people were that where they care that much and I don't care. You get what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Yeah. I wouldn't want to be there. It's like these people are maniacs. I, I don't yeah, want to be is, around this. It is this. weird to see, and I'm, I'm like, I don't. That's what I don't. I don't get. I'm like, do you need to be taught? I think. Am I just too deep in the fandom that I don't understand what it's like to be a regular person anymore? Because I just no. don't understand why you would go to a game. Oh, this is what killed me about Atlanta. Another thing that killed me, and Josh, you know, if you've been at games, people that come to our games that are for neither team. Bro, I was got in a fight yeah. with a dude. Bruh. We was at the Chargers game like two years ago. We was at it was Falcons and Chargers, and there's a girl in full Steelers gear, full Troy Polamalu jersey. Bitch, you've been retired like three years. What yeah. are you doing right now? Yeah. And she yeah. talking about some let's go Steelers. We lost on an overtime field goal, and I was sitting right there at the one Matt Bryant clanked off the thing. I'm sitting like row three behind the uh, the goalpost he missed off of, and she talking about some let's go Steelers. I'm like, bro, what are you doing? No, yeah, yeah. yeah. Why are you here? I went to the to the to the San Francisco game that same year in the dome. I was at that one too. Yeah, Um, yeah, I was at that one too. And it was the uh, of course it's Falcons in San Francisco, and it's a dude in all Cowboys gear walking down. He's like, "Why are you here?" 
I'll start booing him. I, I would never go to a Cowboys fan, a Cowboys game that we wasn't in. I don't right. care where it's at. I would not. I would never go to a, a stadium to watch a game unless the Falcons are playing in it. Like exactly. that's just that's it. That is. I would it. never I do that. I would not waste. Nobody would. The Falcons barely gonna get my money, so I know <laughs> nobody else is gonna get it. Yeah, like. Okay, so for this the new stadium, I kind of get if you go with a Falcons fan to the game and you want to see it, you know, because it is. A I miracle. take people. I take people it's in two hours before the game. I said, see everything now, because once the game start, that's dead. That's right. over with. Right. I yeah, take my friends in two late. hours. I let them get all their pictures in. We go to the third level. We go to everywhere. We tailgate inside the stadium. <laughs> Yeah, like, but like, I don't know. I, if I was an outside fan and I wanted to see the stadium, and my only chance was to come with a Falcons fan, I would go. But I, I would not. I probably wouldn't wear my gear because I think that's weird, especially if we're not playing. If like, if I'm not, you know, if my team ain't playing. But I, one time it was me. It was uh, SB and. Jamar, we met up, and these a Saints fan and a Panthers fan were holding hands and walking together. I was like, "Wow!" So y'all really bought tickets to a Falcons game? Yeah, not playing one of those two teams, right? And we weren't, we weren't out. Who the hell were we playing? It wasn't them. Playing completely somebody else, and you're here, like, bro. That's weird to me. This is the catch catch twenty two. This is the catch twenty two, though. Those same people will turn around and tell us we don't got the best stadium in the league. Yeah. Well, then why are y'all itching to get inside any chance y'all can get, bro? Exactly. Why? Yep. yep. Tell, tell me turn that. Around, and they'll be like, if it's not the best stadium game. in the league, why are y'all dying to get in here? <laughs> yes, like you can come during the week and do a tour. You know yeah. that, right? Like you don't got to come to the, to the game. game. Right. And, and the thing with that is like they'll see the fans there. But not in their seats, and they'll go back. But oh, they, it was like the NBC's there, but it's like you won't tell the truth. Like everybody's out in the concourse, right? Walking around, yeah. Everyone's, yeah. Like they, make everyone's seem, they make it seem like there's not people at the game, and I'm like, bro, you can barely move sometimes. I mean, you can right. move because it flows, it's built well, but when you get to a bar. Tell me it's not nobody there. Yeah, try to get a bar at like middle of the second quarter and see how they go for you. Nah, exactly. Everybody and their mamas at, at the beginning. The of whole the game. halftime, I had one, I got one drink. I meet up with everybody. We said, all right, because we all sit, everybody sit like between like 115 and 119. So we all meet at the bar at like 118. It's like a huge Bud Light bar over there. Everybody met up. We bought shots, bought a round of beers. Ball had already kicked off for third quarter, dog. Yeah, because th- that shit is so big, it takes you 20 minutes just to get around a level, like, bruh. And it's not like we're not going upstairs. crazy in the hallways. It's not like the standing room, uh, you know, the standing room only airs, like the big bird person stuff. It's not like that's packed out because it's easier to watch it on the TV right there. Like, they made the stadium to get a whole bunch of people in there, but not necessarily, you don't got to be in your seat. Like, right. sometimes being at the bar be more lit than being at the seat. I'm guilty of it. I, hard, I be in my seat when I have good seats, but if I got 300 seats, oh, yeah, I'm going to stand on a 100 concourse and talk jerk and be loud. I'm trying to be yeah. about stuff. Yeah, that's what I do, too. 
Like, I, buy two yeah. I, buy, I buy standing room only tickets. I went down down there. You can wait early on Friday sometimes. A fifty dollar ticket, get in the stadium. I'm be right in the one hundreds with rest of my homies. Right. <laughs> be right down there in the one hundreds. Like I bought a ticket down there. Like the stadium is built to to finesse like that. Yeah, and built people will sit out there and say, "Oh, it wasn't even that packed in there." Yes, oh, it yes, was. yes, Stop yes it is. It is so packed <laughs> every, every single game. It is packed. Take pictures everywhere. Don't just take it. Don't just look at the seats. Take pictures everywhere. Every bar, the hallway. Hell, you can even take it in the fucking bathroom. They got everything. All the way to the bathroom is TVs. Everywhere in there. Like they, it's almost like they built it too good, to be honest, because it's so much stuff to do in there. Like every time I go in there, I find a new hangout spot. And like I got my go to's and whatnot. But you can get lost up in there. Like, you can really get sidetracked and find a nice little TV post-up spot. And next thing you know, three quarters and went by. Yep. One of them. Like, that's what I do for soccer. I do that a lot for soccer. I do that for any other event I go to in there that's not football. I'm usually just walking around, finding different post-up spots, or I'm on the bridges. Like, it's so much to do. I get why it looks empty and why they get the bad rep, but it's like, Bro, best stadium in the league. And Josh, you know, it ain't like Dallas is that much better. Like, no, no, no. It's, no, it's no. not. Even, Their even, stadium is so big that it can't even really get loud. Yeah, no, that's that's what I was about to say. When, um, when I went to Dallas, probably a few months later. I, we was at the same one. I think we was at the same game. The, the one where free went off. Yeah, and we came back. Yeah. We was losing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Look, it was a dude in the bathroom. He was like, "Well, Julio gonna do? Julio locked down." I said, "Boy, you just don't know." Right, and he went. Wait. Yeah, and he Julio was, went dumb in the yeah. second half for like one thirty. He had like two forty yard catches, I, I, two touchdowns. I have videos on my phone with, with the Dallas and I had on the Julio jersey. They, they was fouling out. I was like, "Yeah, they leaving." Now I got when we, we started chanting the ATL chant in the in the uh, seats, whatever. Bro, we were so deep in Dallas. Is that random? Random up out of their own building. Yep. This supposed to be America's team. <laughs> cowgirls, cowgirls, cowgirls get on on Twitter every year and tell us how they be shutting shit down everywhere they go and this, that, and the other. And we went to Dallas, Dallas. so deep yep. in red and black and ran them up at their own stadium. Y'all ain't got no rings, though. Ain't that right. ring and help y'all today, though, player. Exactly. <laughs> Man, but but no, um, when I went there, like a few months later, I saw like the conceptual like uh, 3D uh, figure of the, of the stadium. And right then and there, I was like, this is going to be like Dallas, but on steroids. And that's exactly yep. what it is. That's exactly it's, how I felt. I wanted to see their stadium to know if ours compared. So I got the Dallas experience first. Yeah. Like, All right, it's supposed to be the best stadium. Ours is supposed to crush this. So let me go to Dallas now. Yep. Went out there, saw their stadium, got back. I was like, oh, our stadium, way better than that. Yep. They want to admit yeah. it. They want to yep. admit it. But, like, even if I said in the 100s, like, corner end zone, and, like, to go to the bathroom – you got to go up your thing to like a yeah. middle walkway, Dude, down it, some stairs, like back up some minutes. more stairs. Yeah. yeah. It's like a five minute walk just yeah. to go to the bathroom. Yep. Yeah. Yep. That was, it don't that make was one of no my sense. Points. I was like, it took us like 10 minutes to get to the seats. It's like, you're that's, never that's more than 45 seconds away from a bathroom or a beer at Mercedes Benz. Yep. Yep. That is, that is a fact. I've been to. I think all it don't matter what level you are. 
Oh yeah, I've been to all three uh, Marvel, quote unquote, Marvel stadiums so far. I went to the Colts. Um, that's just it's just a big building. That's it. Ain't nothing special about that stadium. I've seen their stadium when I was in Indianapolis, but it wasn't football season, so I didn't get to go. But I've seen their stadium, and it does look massive. I was surprised. Yeah, it's, that, it's like, massive. That's you drive that's down like it. this barren road, and it looked like it's just industrial buildings, and then boom, stadium. <laughs> right, that, that is it. It's just a massive stadium. That's it. Ain't nothing special about it. It's just it's just a huge fucking building. That's it. The, the roof and the scoreboard really just shitted on everybody. Once they put the circular scoreboard in there, and oh, then you yeah. get in there and you see it, and and it's so funny to flex. I be pulling on people like our stadium allows you to flex on people because like yeah. my friends from New York came down here. They all Giants fans. We went to the Monday night game. We tailgated. I was like, look, bro, I was there too. Man, I'm telling y'all right now. I'm telling y'all right now. <laughs> when y'all walk in the stadium, <laughs> y'all gonna trip because y'all done seen the video. Y'all done seen how it look on TV. I'm telling you, the fir- I was there the first ever day they let fans come into the stadium and see it. I saw that thing in every I watched every video, every 3D zoom in, fly through, area view, all of that. The first time you see that thing, it's 50 times bigger when you see it in person. Yeah. So, and I, will, I say that about Cowboy Stadium too. Like you can see that thing on TV 40 times. I didn't watch the the way they built it, when they hung it up, all of that. When you see that joint in Jerry World the first time. You like God, dog. It's this John eighty yards long, and it's clear. Like it's yeah. crystal clear. Yep, it is big as shit, man. And you're like God, dog. Yeah. So I know what what that feeling is like, and I tell people every time, I'm like, bro. And then the roof was open on that Monday night too. I was like, bro, wait till y'all walk in. <laughs> they walked in. They just staring up the whole time. Like, yeah, got your ass. And they just staring up at the screen the whole I'm like, bro, the game's right there in front of you, bro. Like, why are you looking up? Right. <laughs> that the open roof is the one thing uh at our stadium that I have not experienced that I want to. I have at the Cowboy Stadium. I used to live there. Matter of fact, I broke into that shit when it was first being built. <laughs> I did. I was I was bad as shit. Like it cracked me up the fact that it's across people. the street from a Walmart. Did that Man. make anybody else laugh? Like, it's a Walmart dead across the street from the stadium. <laughs> right. Man, i never seen a a Walmart sell that much merchandise of a team ever. I mean, you, you know Walmart everybody. They, everything, they, man. They, they literally walking across the street to get a, ga- a jersey on the way to the game, bro. I'm pretty sure they do. That junk sure is crazy. Do. Yeah, that, that whole Walmart, they should just really change it into a cowboy shop. Like, that's yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> I wouldn't even be surprised if like Jerry got a little side deal with him. Like he just be pumping the, the merchandise oh, you know in there. You know I know he do. Yeah, his because, little money hungry self. Because their parking, I thought our parking is decent. It really is. Once you go a couple other places, you realize it's decent. I take Man, the, the parking there. next to the stadium. Well, I mean, I got friends that stay like two blocks from the stadium. I park at their house. Yeah. <laughs> they got like they got like condo parking. I use their little gate code. I ain't paid for parking in like six years. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I never ride Marta. I drive and, and be two blocks from the uh, stadium. Man. But no, nah, like in Dallas, me. in Dallas, 
Man, them joints was one fifty for like the first lot close to the uh, stadium for one yep. parking space, dog. Then it was like a hundred. You got to park like five, <laughs> six blocks away before it dropped down to like thirty-five, forty. It's still thirty-five, forty. Nah, and you you got to be- catch the shuttle. You got to pay forty and catch a shuttle. Yep. I said, boy, y'all, y'all. You, you don't want to walk that shit, man. That's like walking from San Antonio to Dallas. Like we parked at what's the little sports restaurant, Humperdinks or something like that. It was some weird little sports bar. It's called like Humper Dinks or something. Did it have a green outside? Was it like green? Uh, I forgot what color it was, but you can you can park there. So we pregame there, parked at the stadium. I mean, parked in their parking lot, and then they got a shuttle that take you from their restaurant to the stadium, and it's only like fifteen dollars. So we did that. Oh, but, I know what you're talking about. But like you just pulling up and driving, and like just going to. A hundred dollars for anything remotely close? I was yeah, I was blown bro. away. I was blown away. I'm like, y'all paying that every week? I was like, yeah. oh, bro. And that's, that's the crazy that's thing. yearly parking. You got to let me park there for the whole year for a hundred. Yeah, the crazy thing is you don't have a choice but to park because there's no public transportation around that area. Because it's not even in Dallas. It's in Arlington, Texas. Like, yeah. You know, yeah. you have to drive. You have no choice but to drive in park. Yeah. And they feel that joint. They feel that joint up, too. They be overselling tickets. Like, the, the the amount of people. That's what's so crazy about them. The stadium's so big, it can't get loud because they constantly have 100,000. And they don't even feel like it because mm-hmm. the stadium's so big, they can't even get loud like that. Yeah, yeah, and it's it's pretty much a just a whole concrete slab, like yeah. And as far as much as people talk drunk about, oh, this team travel well. I hate that saying, by the way. Oh, this team travel well. No, there's a lot of bandwagon fans that live everywhere. That doesn't exactly mean. like when 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 Dallas come here and it's a whole bunch of Dallas fans. Those people don't live in Dallas and flew out here and drove here. They live in Atlanta. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> like they live here in their bandwagon. This is their one chance. So of course they're gonna come out deep. But when Atlanta goes somewhere, it really be people from Atlanta. Like, <laughs> and, and, and that's what I don't I don't understand why people be also, hating so hard. And also with that with that in that Dallas game, um, I was on the shuttle bus going to somewhere to to the uh, Carmina place in Dallas, and on there it was the uh, Atlanta fan. He flew in from uh, they said L.A. and it's like Atlanta has fans all over the place. Cause that's I even met um, a, a, a fan over here um, a couple of days ago. He ain't. It was either a William Moore jersey or Edo Smith jersey. I just saw the 25 or whatever. But um, I met a fan over here. And, uh, it's like people don't want to give Atlanta credit, but we have fans literally everywhere. Yeah. There's everywhere. a bunch in, There's a bunch here in D.C. Y'all showed like, out last year. I was watching that game over again. I was like, oh, man. We took over FedEx. We took like, over. That joint was stupid. We I, was was like, I didn't even know. I didn't even know people was going to D.C. like that. Like, it was kind of on my list, but, it, you know, the way it fell, I just couldn't make it happen. But, dog, like, they yeah, so it was like D.C. It was like half of the people were were lived here, uh, and then the other half were from Atlanta. Uh, and there were a couple from, like, Arizona um, that I met. And, ironically, we all sat in the same – area and like you know, we, you know without even knowing we were like whoa what the fuck like when Redskins fans start clearing out we were like yeah oh, when they what? started leaving it was a <laughs> lot of Atlanta people right up against like the uh you know the end zone wall and the sidelines and I was yeah, like we was right there. Deep. and I remember when Julio scored it was toward the end of the game it was starting to be a blowout 
and like the crowd noise, it was we it was lost. more people cheer, cheering than yeah. it was, you know, silent. I was like, yo, this crazy. Nah, and, how, how and the broadcast never know. said a word, bro. The broadcast never said a word about right. it. But had it been the other way around, oh, yep. there sure sure are a lot of Steelers fans in exactly. Atlanta today. Exactly. Right. There there yep. sure are a lot of uh you know who else they like the nut ride like that? Oh, there sure are a lot. You know those Packers fans. They travel. No, they don't because number one, nobody's from Milwaukee. Like they don't have enough people there to travel everywhere. <laughs> right. And that's like, you just got crazy. a whole yeah. bunch of a rod nut uggers living all over the country. Oh, I'm about to go to the game. Like yeah. I hate that term, but Atlanta, we really be out there. Like I can't wait till we play. Like we hit that next West Coast uh, trip. Like when uh. When uh, Raiders move to Vegas, oh man, I'm, oh, yeah, I'm that. definitely I'm definitely yeah. that game. to that. Like that's that's gonna be a nice stadium, right or there. When we playing that new LA game, we all Ooh. gotta go out there. That yeah, when they I get that new LA stadium and we play one of them, I'm telling you, I'm there. Vegas definitely, cause them hotel prices be. I was mad. I missed Chicago. Uh, I got family out there. I was supposed to go to Soldier Field, and I missed that one. It's too cold out there. But we played in week one two years ago. We played in week one. It was like 70 degrees, perfect. And I missed it. I was sick about that one. I'm going to Minnesota week one, though. Oh, wow. Oh, bet. That's going to be yeah. good. Yeah. Uh, my boy, a Vikings fan. He's from Jersey. Shout out Ludacris. I have no no idea how he became a Vikings fan from Jersey living in Atlanta. But he's a Vikings fan. Because so. he didn't want to become a Vikings <laughs> fan or a Jets like, so we're definitely we're definitely going to uh, Minnesota Week One in their new stadium. So I'm looking forward to that one already. I'm starting this year off with a bang. Yeah, that should be dope. Yeah, I heard that stadium's pretty nice. They tickets not even they tickets not even crazy because they play the Packers Week Two, so everybody's got they. Yeah, that those tickets are ridiculous. I get it. we looking at end zone seats like row six, and they're only running like one forty. Oh, it's like man. nothing. Hey, don't, don't be telling me this, man. <laughs> hey. Look, look, John, I'm telling you right now, there's a flight. It's a flight out of here Saturday morning at like 9. You get there around like noon, kick it all day Saturday. Their game start at 12 because it's central time. Right. And then the flight out, the flight back home is Sunday night at 8. And I'm talking about I got the round trip for like 160, 170. All right, man, in and out. All man. I take is a backpack. Yeah, I'm gonna yeah. do the whole trip for under three fifty. Like no. the whole trip gonna be under three fifty. I'm oh in and out, in on Saturday, out on Sunday. No, because I'm, I'm I'm thinking about going to that Philly game. Me and my brother, we thinking about going there. So I'm trying to stay on my tickets for that. Uh, no. I got a friend. I got a friend who work at Mercedes. Like she worked in the corporate office yeah. in the fulfillment center. The people who give away cars to celebs and they always. She's not even a big fan. Her um her dude not either. But me and the dude, cool. And he kind of like the Falcons. He more of a college fan. He's an FSU fan. Gotcha. But uh, I'm trying to scam some sweet tickets out of her because <laughs> they don't care. They're like, yeah, we should go to a game next year. So when I realized that we play Philly, them tickets are already high. So I'm like, yeah, I need them, sis. Come yeah. through for yeah. your boy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but if I can go to them, if I can get them first two games – one the the road opener and then the home opener. Oh, I'm good. Yeah. If I get them first two, I'm gonna be riding away for at least a month. I'm gonna be straight on games. I'm all, my energy levels are gonna be shot. Yeah, I'm gonna go on the well for sure going to two this year, and then I'll have to buy standing room only tickets because my father doesn't like me. 
he decided to tell <laughs> the rest. Well, he's keeping like two for himself and his friends. And then he sold the rest to uh, the people behind us because they got a they got a a little girl and she's old enough now where she has to have her own ticket and her own seat. And I was like, man, I was like, I had to do that Simba thing and like hunt her. <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? But he these tickets are so damn expensive. And the PSLs, my dad was like, shit. He was like, you gotta make my money back. PSL price. <laughs> And so that's yeah. what he did. So I'm going to be in standing room only. So I'll definitely link up with y'all for other games. Hey, like I tell people, as long as you're in the building, that's that's what counts. I like, know, but I like my seat, man. Like when it comes to the, the, the fan thing, the thing I forgot to say is I don't understand how you call yourself. Well, first of all, I mean, I understand circumstance. But people who, I mean, I guess you can live anywhere and root for anybody, but you don't at least try to go to any game. Like when they come out there. Or you don't fly in and go to one game. Like, I understand, like, if you live in Cali or something like that. But it'd be folks that live in Atlanta who never been to a game who want to talk about, you know, this, that, the third. I'm like, yeah. no, you're not even the same type of fan. You ain't even been to a game before. Be like, <laughs> y- y'all ain't in y'all seats. Uh, like, bro, have you even been to the stadium before? Right. Like, like, you can buy a standing room only ticket. It's only, like, 50 bucks. Like, like bro, we don't support the same way. <laughs> Get I'm, face. I'm here on a, on a regular basis. Like, you just, you heard about it, bro. You didn't even watch the game. Like, relax. Yeah, with your broke ass. Yeah, I don't be trying to feel better than everybody else, but a little bit, I do be feeling better than everybody else. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, bro, y'all got to relax. We're not even in the same pedigree. Like, We're not in the same. Go league. to a game, and then we'll discuss the basics of, you know, how this how this works, but folks be tripping, man. Facts. <laughs> I'm tired of Jack's fan. I'm I'm a, I'm a fucking I'm gonna get him next next time because we've been here for a long time. This be a good and long episode for y'all. Yeah, this was fun, be happy man. about this was a good shit. Yes, thank you for coming. Uh, said we're gonna have to catch up with him later. I don't know where he went. Yeah, His phone is probably bad. <laughs> Josh got to get to bed. South Breeze should be back. Yes. And we'll be back, I don't know, Friday, Saturday. One of those nights. Thank you guys for listening. Y'all got any shout-outs real quick? No. Um, well, I, 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 my little boy, Casey, uh, today, well, today, in like another hour over there with y'all, it'll be his birthday. So, um, hey! Oh, yeah. So he he'll be three. He's ten to three. So oh my happy birthday! Happy birthday! I can't sing. So <laughs> yeah, no, no, no real shout outs for me. I'm just as always. I mean, it's football season. I'm excited. I'm not. You know, it's a long season, man. I tell people like real fans, they know it's a long season. Like it is. We we didn't see us start five and zero and lose seven in a row. You know, we just started slow and won a whole bunch. So it's like, it's a long season, man. Just be excited. I don't want to see nobody get hurt in preseason. Fact. Like, you know, in camp, I just want everybody to be healthy. And other than that, like, I'm just excited, man. Like I said, I'm going on the road week one. I'm going in the hostile territory, solo dolo. <laughs> 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 I mean, I'm going to have my boy with me, but he's going to have his AP jersey or whatever jersey. He Oh, he's, I think he's going to wear the Moss jersey, he said. Oh, like, he'll have on, you know, Vikings jersey. I'm gonna have on my Matt jersey. So 
it's gonna be it's gonna be war week one. I'm ready. Then we got Philly at home week two. Yeah. Like I'm I'm and then that's Sunday night. We're gonna have we're gonna have a big tailgate for that. That's what I wanna say. Holler at me about this tailgate though. We're gonna get it cracking. Right. Right. That's I'm Sunday. Ready. That's our only besides Thanksgiving. That's our only late night primetime game. So we got all day to tailgate from sun up to sundown. So Woo. please believe it's gone. It's going yeah, up that Sunday. Yeah. <laughs> yep. For sure. But yeah, I'm just excited for football, man. It's really here in like what two more days now. So yeah. I'm ready. It's gonna be some good shit. All right, Josh, safe travels coming back here on yeah, Friday, yeah. back to the States. Yeah, yeah. And we are out of here. Peace. Bye y'all. See.